Good tidings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome to the Good Tidings radio broadcast here on WXAN Radio. We are glad that you are tuned in this morning. I am your radio pastor. I am Brother David Pinkerton, and we're honored to be here today over the airwaves of WXAN. And we're grateful you're listening, however you're listening, if it's over the Internet at WXANradio.com. You'll pull that up and click on Listen Live when the screen appears. Or if you're listening over the radio at 103.9 FM, we are glad that you're tuned in. Here we are right after Thanksgiving. Hope your Thanksgiving was good. We're going to get into the Christmas season now. So let's open our Bibles this morning. Get your Bible out. Let your friend know the Good Tidings radio broadcast is on. And I want you to go to an Old Testament passage of Scripture in Leviticus chapter number 17. Leviticus chapter number 17, and we're thankful again to the good Lord, and we're thankful to Brother Danny and Will, Melody and the group here at uh, WXAN for the privilege of being on with them and uh, being co-laborers together to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and to promote uh, the work of the ministry and the, the Word of God. And we ask you to support this ministry prayerfully and financially. God will bless you for doing that. I'll guarantee you, I've seen that happen in my life, in my ministry, in my family, and so forth this year. It's been a wonderful year, and we praise the Lord for that. And we're glad you're tuned in. Leviticus chapter 17. Let me give you a real quick announcement. As you know that I am the interim pastor at at the uh, J City Church in Johnston City, Illinois. That's technically called the Johnston City Free Will Baptist Church. Our Sunday school is at 9.30 in the morning. Church is at 10.30. There's a live stream that begins at 10.30 on www.jcitychurch.com. Runs from 10.30 to 11.30. Tune in with us. Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock for our midweek prayer meeting service. And then on Saturday evenings from 5.30 to 6, we have a community food uh, giveaway. Drive up to the church at 5.30. Uh, let us know how many fresh meals you need, and we'll get those out for you, okay? Those are uh, taken care of, and they're actually, if you want to know what the menu is going to be, if you just get on the Facebook page of J City Church about Oh, about 3 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. They'll usually have the menu up for what's coming at 5.30. But we only give them away 5.30 to 6 every Saturday. So we're grateful for our church's involvement in glorifying the Lord Jesus and helping the community. So spread the word on that. Also, I want to make an announcement that there's going to be this year a community Christmas vacation Bible school at the J City Church. Listen close. December 27th, 28th, and 29th. It'll run from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. every evening, and it's going to be for grades kindergarten through the fifth grade. Kindergarten through fifth. It's going to be at the J City Church, December 27, 28, 29, nightly from 6 to 8. You can call Marta Phillips for that. Just get on the website, see the church phone number, give us a call, let us know. Or as you know, you can always contact me through email. You can reach me at Dr. Dave, D-R-D-A-V-E, 13 at gmail.com. Dr. Dave, 13 at gmail.com if you'd like to correspond. Now, let's get into the message this morning. We're grateful you're tuned in. In Leviticus chapter 17 and verse number 11, here we are right before we actually dive into the calendar month of December, and I want to take a look at a portrait of the blood of Jesus Christ. 
a portrait of the blood of Jesus Christ. Leviticus chapter 17 and verse number 11. Listen to what God's Word says, please. Leviticus 17 and verse 11. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. A portrait of the blood of Jesus Christ. By way of introduction, the blood of Jesus Christ pumps through the body of Christ, the church, and it keeps Christianity alive. The blood of Jesus flows through the Bible just as it does through our very own veins. Now, if you cut the Bible anywhere, it'll bleed the blood that stained the old rugged cross, and that's the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood is spoken of. 427 times in the King James Version of the Bible. Folks, and this is not a a minor theme either. Without the blood, the gospel is dead, and we're deprived of eternal life with Christ. Jesus said himself, For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. That's why the baptismal waters have nothing to do with your salvation. Works have nothing to do with your salvation. It is the blood of Jesus Christ that atones for the soul. Matthew 26 and verse 28. Paul added, without the shedding of blood is no remission. And he also went on to explain that we have redemption through the blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 14. Peter added, We are not redeemed with silver and gold and precious stones, but with the precious blood of Christ. That's 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 18. Then John agreed with Peter and Paul when he wrote that the blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth us from all sin. 1 John chapter 1 and verse number 7. The early church understood the importance of the blood. The 22 sermons recorded by the four preachers in the book of Acts all give the same message, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. They understood that his death and the provision of covering by the blood was the essential ingredient of the gospel. Folks, that's it. The Word of God teaches it's the blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses the soul. The idea of payment, folks, to cover is, 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 or the idea, the religious idea of the world says that you must be a good person, do some kind of work in order for God to accept you. That's humanism. That's man's opinion on how you get right with God. But the Bible's very clear that the only way to get right with God is through the blood of Jesus Christ applied to you. Because the scripture says in Corinthians, he that knew no sin became sin for us so that we might be made, we sinners might be made, get this now, the righteousness of God in him. So when you trust Christ by faith to be your savior, God takes the righteousness of Jesus and applies it to your life because of the blood. He gives it to you by grace as a free gift through faith in Jesus. That's why you can stand before the Lord justified. In other words, the word justified means to be cleared from all the guilt. Sin's wages and sin's penalty is now cleared from you 
because you have put your faith in Christ and God has taken the righteousness of Christ and applied it to you through faith when you recognized you were a sinner and you couldn't save yourself and from the sincerity of your heart called upon Christ and asked him to be your savior. Now, if you don't know Jesus Christ and the free pardon of sin that I've just spoke of, I want you to bow your head right now and follow me in this simple simple word of simple prayer. There's nothing magical about a prayer, okay? Prayer is just the vehicle that takes your faith and places it in the object of your faith, which is Jesus Christ. So if you'd like to be born again, follow me in this prayer. Jesus, please forgive me of all of my sins. Come into my heart and save me. I'm trusting you and you alone to be my personal Savior. Now, folks, the Bible teaches that when you do that, you are birthed, you're born again spiritually, you're brought to life spiritually now, and now you're prepared to grow spiritually in your walk with God. If you need some materials for that, I have them available at the J City Church. If you will email me, at drdave13 at gmail.com. I'll be glad to get those for you. So it's the blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses us from all sin. So as we consider a portrait of the blood, folks, can you see that this portrait of blood, the Bible paints in very broad strokes the blood of Jesus on the canvas. It's God's way of, of, of getting the world to understand. Religious denominations, good works, and those and and your own morality is all considered uh, unrighteousness. It's considered filthy rags before God, because only the blood of Jesus has the power to save. That's why we sing about it. That's why we preach about it. That's why we teach about it. Let's put the blood of Christ under the microscope biblically for the next few minutes, and do some forensic study on it, would you? Then we'll get a complete picture of the portrait of the blood of Christ. So think about this with the time that remains. As we consider the portrait of the blood of Jesus Christ, number one, in analysis, the blood of Christ is perfect. The virgin birth of Jesus establishes his righteousness. Judas cried out, I have betrayed the innocent blood. Paul explained, for he, God, hath made him, Jesus, to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Pilate said, I find no fault in this man, John 18, 38. Jesus himself said, which of you convinceth me of sin? John chapter 8 and verse 46. He was spoken of as holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners. Hebrews 7, 26. And again, the Bible says, who did no sin, speaking of Jesus, who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. 1 Peter 2, 22. John added, in Jesus, in him is no sin. 1 John 3, verse 5. A natural father would have imparted the sin nature to Adam, to Christ, and his death would have not, would have not provided redemption had his father been a natural man. The virgin birth of Jesus is absolutely essential. That's why we're getting ready to go into the the, the, uh, Christmas season. It's about the virgin birth of Christ. The virgin birth is absolutely essential to the salvation of our souls. 
The Bible clearly teaches that Jesus was born of a virgin and did not have original sin. Matthew quotes Isaiah the prophet in saying in Matthew 1 and verse 23, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Jeremiah the prophet had spoken years before on this very subject. He said this, The Lord hath created a new thing upon the earth. A woman shall compass a man, or a woman shall compass a man. Jeremiah 31, 22. It certainly was a new thing for a woman without a man to give birth to a child. Absolutely. That's miraculous. Jesus' miraculous virgin birth. And the Adamic nature is passed to the offspring by the bloodline of the man. So, God, the Father, was Jesus' Father, so there was no sin nature passed on to Jesus. That's why he was sinless. There were no impurities in the blood of Jesus Christ. Everything about Christ was perfect, folks, including his blood. So we see in analysis, the blood of Christ is perfect. Secondly, in application, the blood is pure. One of the reasons we use grape juice in our communion service instead of wine is because wine has to go through a process of fermentation. The process of fermentation is actually bacteria working in the juice. It is a rotting process and a picture of sin. Now, this could never give a proper picture of the sinless blood of Christ. For all that is holy, Satan has a counterfeit. Remember that. And communion is no exception. Pure grape juice is the true symbol of the pure blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, just as the bread is to be without leaven. Cancer patients sometimes go through a treatment called chelation. Chelation is 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 similar to dialysis in that the blood is removed from the body and sent through a machine that cleanses the impurities from it and then pumps it back into the body. It can help prolong life. After blood had been purged, it had after blood rather had been purged of germs, disease, and bad cells. It is then able to work against the enemy cells that war against you as a cancer patient. Now the writer of Hebrews stated, "For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkled the unclean sanctifieth to the purifying of the flesh, how much more?" Shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Hebrews 9, 13 and 14. When the pure blood of the Savior, Jesus, is applied to the sinner upon that confession of sin and the calling upon God, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. When the pure blood of the Savior is applied to the sinner, it provides cleansing. John explained, The blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us from all sin. 1 John 1, 7, Part B. The song says, What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. O precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know, nothing but the blood of Jesus. 
Now Peter wrote, For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19. And because it's pure, folks, it is purifying. So we see in analysis, the blood of Christ, number one, is perfect. In application, it is pure. Number three, as we consider the portrait of the blood of Christ, Number three, in action, the blood is perpetual. The animal sacrifices of the Old Testament were continuous year after year. The blood of bulls and of goats provided forgiveness and pardon temporarily because it pointed to the sacrifice of Christ and his blood being shed for the covering of our sins. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 27, the writer speaks of Christ as one who needeth not daily, as those high priests do offer up sacrifice for his own sins and then for the people's. For this he did once when he offered up himself. Again, Paul tells us that it was neither by the blood of goats and of calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, get this now, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Hebrews 9, 12. Then again, but now once in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Hebrews 9, 26. The Bible states, But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. Hebrews 10, verse 12. You see, the death of Christ set into motion a continuous cleansing for those who trust in him. Are you trusting Christ to be your Savior? Friend, you have no need to be upset, worried, or anxious about your eternal destiny if you've trusted Christ as Savior because His righteousness through His blood has been applied to you. Now live in freedom and peace that God has given you and serve Jesus with the rest of your life. Win souls. Dedicate your life to preaching and teaching the gospel. Hand out gospel tracts. Minister to those who are needy and need help in the name of Christ. Use your life in service to Jesus by serving others. Now, folks, we are given the gift of eternal life that was purchased, that Jesus purchased with his blood. And thank God we are washed once and for all, we're we're washed once forever. The Bible speaks of the blood of the everlasting covenant. Hebrews 13, 20, our faith in his blood is all it takes to settle it forever and ever. Hallelujah. For the blood of Jesus Christ. Number four, as we consider the portrait of the blood of Jesus. Number four, in accomplishment, the blood is powerful. The singer singer and songwriter wrote, would you be free from the burden of sin? There is power in the blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Now John wrote, Thou hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. Revelation chapter 5 and verse 9. It takes amazing power to do that. We're told that they overcame the wicked one, Satan, the devil, by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus. 
Revelation 12, verse 11. So it takes a lot of power to do that, too. False religion has always denied the blood and its power. Mary Baker Eddy of the Christian Science Movement wrote, and I quote, The material blood of Jesus is no more efficacious to cleanse from sin when it was shed upon the cursed tree than when it is flowing through his veins. End of quote. Again, false religion has always denied the blood and its power. Maria Baker Eddy was a false religionist through Christian science. There was a fellow by the name of R.B. Theme. He was a Bible teacher in Texas and declared, and I quote, The red liquid that ran through the veins and arteries of Jesus' mortal body is not related to our salvation. End of quote. Now, of course, These false teachers and many like them stand in complete opposition to the Bible that declares in Hebrews 9.22, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. Number five, as we consider the portrait of the blood of Christ, in acquittal, the blood is permanent. Permanent. The word acquit, folks, is a heavy word. It means to pay off, to free, to clear, and to absolve. It has a far-reaching meaning extending from the past all the way to the future. Let me give you an illustration of that. O.J. Simpson was acquitted of murder, and it can never come back on him now in a court of law. Not even new evidence can be presented. And you say, yeah, but I don't believe justice was done. Well, neither do I. But you and I are guilty, and we know it, and we don't want justice. We want mercy. And we need it to be permanent, our sins forgiven and forgotten. The Bible says his mercies are new every morning. Praise the Lord. Now, not only our past sin was covered, but also our present and future sins are put under the blood when we trust Jesus Christ as Savior. Jesus' blood cleanses from our past sins. Isaiah 44, verse 22. I have blotted out as a thick cloud thy transgressions and as a cloud thy sins. Return unto me, for I have redeemed thee. David spoke to this when he stated, As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Psalm 103, verse 12. He promised not to remember them again. He said, I will remember remember them again, no more against you forever. You see, the blood of Jesus covers our present sins, both the sins of omission and the sins of commission whether it be things we ought to be doing as Christians and are not doing, or whether it be things we are doing that we ought not to be doing. These both are covered fully by the blood of Christ and His atonement. You see, Jesus' blood continues to atone for our future sins. Praise the Lord. This is not to say that we can just go ahead. Now listen closely. This is not to say that we can just go ahead and sin a truly saved, born-again born person doesn't, doesn't have that attitude. 
But we can know that despite our very best efforts, we are sinners and will yet sin, but we don't have to get saved again unless we confess it to God and make it right. Of course, as we continue to walk through this life, we'll need daily cleansing. You would call that foot washings, if you were, like taking a shower daily in the physical sense. But praise God, at one time, over our, our, our all-over bath secures us from all sin, past, present, and future. The blood of Christ has cleanseth us from all sin, past, present, and future. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth us from all sin, 1 John 1 and verse 7. Now, God meant what he said, believe what he said, and stop arguing with him. Once for all, the song says. Now, <clears throat> as we consider the portrait of the blood of Christ, number six, in appraisal, the blood is precious. We love to sing, Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Peter used the term precious to describe the blood of Christ. He said, But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. First Peter one chapter nine or first Peter chapter one, rather, verse nineteen. So here's where we're going with this. Time is getting away from me. Folks, the portrait of the blood of Jesus Christ, it protects you. It provides salvation for you. It's permanent. It is what you need to be saved. So we make a big deal out of the blood of Jesus. It's perfect. But if you're under the blood of Jesus Christ, folks, you're secure. If you're not under the blood, ask Christ to be your Savior today. So do you get the picture today, the portrait of the blood of Jesus, as you can see Christ's blood? Most importantly, can God see it applied to your life? If not, he sees you in your sin. You need to call upon Jesus and ask him to save you now. Make sure you are covered, and one application will do. In Matthew 26, and they said, As they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. Matthew 26, verses 26 through 30. A portrait of the blood of Jesus to kick us off for the Christmas season. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in to the Good Tidings radio broadcast. I am your radio pastor, Dr. David Pinkerton. Let a friend know every Saturday morning, 11 o'clock Central Standard Time to 1130, we'll bring you the Good Tidings radio broadcast. I bring you good tidings of great joy. Oh, yes. Emmanuel, God is with us, oh yes, no to fear. for unto you is born this day, Savior Christ our Lord, so fear not, fear not, for I'm yes, sir. 